Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. I am excited you're back. You're joining me again. I want to applaud your commitment to listening to this podcast. I've heard from so many of you that you like listen over and over and I just, I love you for that. You know, I feel like the things that you commit to and that you pay attention to, eventually you learn and like you you remember things and you hear it a different way, you know? And so thank you. It's just so cool to think that so many women and probably some men too are listening to this like beautiful wisdom I love giving out. I know I've been talking to some of the recent six-figure blueprint graduates and they told me, you know, so many of them started on my podcast and then they're like, I just you know, you give away so much great info on your podcast and your Facebook lives. I just had to sign up for a course because I knew you must have so much more good stuff in there. And frankly, it's true. (laughs) I can go so much deeper. And, you know, uh, I should mention that if you're listening to this live in April of 2018, we are opening the doors to Six Figure Blueprint on Thursday, April 26th. And I'm so excited because it's the last time I'm going to open the doors this year. It's going to be a really big group. It's going to be an amazing group of boutique owners who are just really ready to take their business to the next level, whatever that is. I always get comments and questions like, oh, is Six Figure Blueprint only for people who haven't made six figures? Or what if I'm, you know, new? Or what if I'm I'm doing half a million dollars in my business? You know, it's one of those situations where I know that Six Figure Blueprint transforms you and your boutique in the way that it's meant to. Whether you are brand new, whether you are a few years in, or whether you know, you're know you really rocking out in sales, there's so much in this course that you're going to take away. Uh, the mindset work, there's a ton of really in-depth merchandising information, and there's also a ton of really great information about marketing that is latest and greatest. You know, One of the things I've always been super committed to doing as a boutique coach is really going out and understanding the landscape of what's going on in online marketing and bringing that back to you and showing you how it can work for your own boutique. That's something that as a boutique owner, you shouldn't have to worry about keeping up with. You should be able to come to a resource like me, someone who's trusted, respected, and understands your business and have me say to you, hey, listen, like this is what's going on. Here's how you can adapt it to your boutique. And then you just execute. I hear so many people that 
take what I tell them on these podcasts or some of my Facebook lives, they go do it and it works. So if you're not implementing, number one, go listen to last week's podcast because talk all about making sure that you're actually implementing what you're learning. But also just, you know, make sure you have the support you need, right? One of the things Six Figure Blueprint does is it gives you support not only from me on a you know, almost daily basis, but also from an amazing group of women that you get to surround yourself with for three months. So Six Figure Blueprint opens this week. I'm really excited to have this new group of women in for the next three months to work with me. So if you're considering uh, joining, you've been thinking about it, uh, now is the time. Do not wait. The price will be going up at the end of the year. Uh, and it's not it's not going to come out again until December of 2018 for sure. This is the last time I'm opening it this year. So come join me. Come hang out and boost your business. Like this is your chance. So if you are listening, uh, you can head over to bit.ly slash capital S, capital F, capital B, capital A, and the number one seven. And that's a good lesson in don't use bit.ly links for everything (laughs) because someday I'm going to need to change that. But that link is everywhere. So (laughs) it stands for Six Figure Blueprint April 2017. So SFBA17. Head over there. You'll get on the registration page. If you're listening to this before Thursday, there'll still be the wait list. Uh, But join the wait list because I always offer really amazing perks to people on the wait list. So I hope to see you inside Six Figure Blueprint. All right, now onto the episode. So this week I'm talking about the three biggest mistakes I made in my boutique. <laughs> and I got to tell you, one of the things that I know is unique about me as a boutique and, and business coach is I actually like had my own boutique. I actually really was out there like you are right now, you know, trying things, uh, testing it, figuring out what was working. And there's definitely things I did lo- I did really wrong looking back. So in this episode, I want to kind of walk you through that stuff and tell you like in hindsight what I would have done and what I know now that I would have adjusted because obviously we're so much smarter as our future selves. And looking back on the things we did, you know, do I regret what I did? Let me be very clear. Absolutely not. I think that we as as humans are unique on our own journeys and whatever we're doing and where we're going and what happens for us is meant for us on that journey. So I know that these mistakes, and I'm like using air quotes as I'm sitting here recording this, I know that these mistakes are very special obstacles and situations that were put on my path to get me where I am right now and where what's going to get me to where I go in the future. But looking back, you know, I'm here to give you advice, right? So let me look back and tell you what I wish I would have done differently, how I would have thought about something a little bit adjusted or from a different perspective, just to give you an idea of things that, you know, honestly, I would go back and change. Because I think it's important for you as you're going through this process of of starting and growing and operating your boutique, whatever that looks like for you, you know kind of what I would have avoided if I were in your spot and I had someone like the ghost of boutique future kind of looking back and saying, here's what I would have adjusted. So let me start off by saying 
The number one thing that I think was my biggest mistake was opening my store in the wrong location. Now, again, I don't regret where I opened my store. I don't regret that I did open my store. But a couple of things like looking back, you know, so I started out, just in case you don't know my story, I started my boutique business in a truck, in what was called the fashion truck. And I was one of the first mobile boutiques in the Boston area back in 2011. And I loved my truck. But (laughs) everyone always said, oh, are you going to open a brick and mortar? For a long time, I didn't think I was going to. But what happened was that one day I was driving by this storefront that from the age of 17 on, I had always imagined myself having a store in. And it was for lease. And I had to call. And six weeks later, I opened my brick and mortar store. Now, was that a dream fulfilled? Oh, hell yes, it was. Like I had literally, that was the storefront that was in every one of my visions. You know, we talk about manifesting. Like I manifested that crap out of that storefront. Like I had been manifesting that for 10 years and the right time, the right place, the money was there. I was in business, right? This opens up for lease. So a hundred percent, it was something that I manifested, but here's where I went wrong. Okay. Number one is like, I didn't really double check that my ideal client that I had developed with my truck for the past two, two and a half years was in the place where the store was. Okay. So I had an ideal client in the truck who was 28 to 40. I think I always said 28 to 38 or something like that. That was my ideal client there. She was young. She was still like maybe dating, getting engaged, getting married. She was going to a lot of, uh, you know, wedding parties, maybe some baby showers, bachelorette parties, things like that. But she was still like kind of on the young side. And listen, I'm not going to say that like the women in the town that I opened my store in weren't young. They were just in a different stage of life, right? They were a little bit more like 34 to 44, okay, where they were married. They did buy houses. They had kids. They were in a di- they were in that next stage of their life. And so a lot of what I was buying for the truck kind of was working in the store. And then there were other things that like just didn't work. So I had to sort of shift my style. I had to realize like, oh my gosh, I got open the second location and it wasn't really the same feel. It wasn't really the same vibe. Now, did I do well in my store? Yeah, I totally did. And I had great customers there. I had like the most amazing, I mean, some of the most amazing women would come shop with me, but it just like wasn't the right vibe. Okay, if that makes sense. It was just a little bit next stage customer. And that became hard as I ran both businesses simultaneously, like parallel to each other, is that I had to like sort of adjust my inventory sometimes. And things like that worked really well in the truck sometimes didn't really work in the store. And so that created like sort of this... let's call it like agitation between the two locations where it just wasn't super flowy and it wasn't really aligned. So really make sure if you're going to open up any second location, whatever that looks like for you, just really make sure that it's really aligned with what your first location is. And if it's not, that's like, that's okay, but just be very aware that, you know, this new location, if this is like the 
amazing place for you, whatever. Just make sure that you are addressing that in the assortment and the pricing and the marketing, all that stuff. Because I just, I really didn't see that. And in hindsight, I really see it. So that was sort of like one misstep in opening my store. The other one was that I didn't really do a great job making sure that the traffic was there. Now, I was on Main Street. I was on a very busy road. It was like one of the main roads in town. What I'll tell you though is that like there's a difference between people driving by and a difference between them stopping. (laughs) So for me, there was a lot of people driving by, but not a lot of people stopping, right? What did get them to stop and why I was actually did really well is I had amazing window displays. And if you're in some of my courses, you've probably seen a lot of my window displays. I always, I I rotated them weekly. They were like so on point. They were wild. They were eye-catching. I had lights. I had, you know, I just, I really did it up. It was really fun for me. So that did get people to stop. But that's like a lot of effort to put in, right? So my suggestion for you is if you have a physical location that you feel really good about, And maybe it's for your mobile boutique too, where it's somewhere you want to park it. Go sit there for like hours. Like this is something that you have to sort of dedicate yourself to. Go sit there. See if people are walking by. See if people are parking their cars out front. See if people that are walking by and parking their cars out front have shopping bags with them. Are they actually spending money? And do this on a Tuesday, do this on a Friday, do this on a Sunday, do this on days where you feel like the traffic is really good there. And just do that double check because I find so many women totally feel like, oh my gosh, this location's so great, but is it really? You know, do all your due diligence with understanding the traffic, understanding the makeup of the women or men or kids or whoever you are dealing with in that town, right? Who is your ideal customer in that that town, that city? And just make sure that they're there. Make sure that they're coming in. Now, do I have women who are really successful in their town that has like no stoplights? And yes, I totally do. Okay. What I'll tell you is I opened my store in 2013. This was like kind of before the boom of social media. Like social media was big, but there was no such thing as Facebook Live. You know, there was sort of limited advertising. It was before Facebook IPO'd. So it was just a little bit different of like a landscape of social media. So do I think if I open a brick and mortar now and maybe I did have the same issues where people weren't stopping and or my ideal customer wasn't the same, do I think I could sort of remedy that with some of the social media skills and some of my mindset ninja tricks that I know now? Yeah, honestly, I probably could. But just looking back, you know, this was something that to me, I'll never regret opening my store. It was a freaking magical place and I absolutely like loved, loved having it. But for me, these are things that I didn't really think about. And in hindsight, I think that's some of the best advice I could give you is to just really make sure that you check that your ideal customers there and also just make sure that the real traffic is there with shoppers and stoppers. The second mistake I made in my boutique business was not getting my online business really rocking and rolling sooner. Now, again, I'm going to preface all this with like, I don't know, e-commerce was different then, social was different then. This is back in like 2011 to 2014 time frame, okay? So it was just just a little bit pre-boom like of social media. Not to say that I didn't do 
great business on my Facebook page. I really did. I had weekly auctions I did. It sustained me during the winter before I had a store was selling through Facebook. So I was like posting pictures using an app called Soldsy that if you've been around for a while, I'm sure you've heard of. And Soldsy was sort of like comment sold is now where I would post pictures and people would comment with their email address to purchase and, you know, the invoice would go and I'd ship it to them. But I never really got that online side. So like I never got the e-commerce part of it with a real website rocking and rolling. And I feel like that was sort of a missed opportunity where I could have, should have, would have been driving some of that social traffic that was so strong. Like I had a really, really great Facebook page that just crushed it. I had a great Instagram page. I should have been driving that traffic to a website, honestly, right? And, you know, I had the truck, I had the store, but that could have been a really nice third outlet for me. I always say that if I were to go back and restart, I would buy a really small amount of inventory, start a Facebook page and get on Facebook Live and sell the heck out of everything. I think Facebook Live, that's not something you're doing yet. Like, get on that tomorrow. Like after you finish this podcast, like go do a Facebook live. That is changing the face of retail right now for small boutique owners. And I wish I had it back then. I think I would have really crushed it. So I think there was sort of like a massive opportunity that I missed out on in using my Facebook page and my Instagram that were really active and had a lot of engagement in terms of people were actually buying from me on those instead of like, I should have been pushing those over to a Facebook page. I'm sorry. uh, I should have been pushing those over to an online store. So there's just a little missed opportunity there. Um, So if you are in a spot where you are doing really well in Facebook land or Instagram land and you're not driving people to your e-commerce site, let's start getting them there. Let's start really telling them, hey, head over to the website to buy. Hey, 10% off your first purchase, right? Really nurturing those relationships with customers and sending them right to the specific page on your website where you want them to shop. So important. If you haven't gotten your online business rocking and rolling, totally something to think about, totally something to focus on. Because I do think that whether you have a mobile or a brick and mortar store, your online business is like a great third revenue stream, second revenue stream, whatever that looks like for you. And, you know, there's so many things you can be doing right now to get that going and start sending traffic there. So just think about what you need to do in terms of like a a six month to a year plan to get that business rocking and rolling for you. The third thing I would say that was a big mistake in my boutique business is not getting help sooner. And help here, I feel like, has two different sides to it. So one is I would have really hired help sooner in the store. I would have had someone help me with online. I would have gotten someone to really help me do some of the detail work in my business so I could step out and see the bigger picture. I'm a really detail-oriented person. What I'm learning to do as this new business evolves is step back and take a look at what the big picture looks like. What is my 
one to three year plan so that I can start to align my actions with that. And it's not really something I ever did with the fashion truck. I never really thought like, oh, where do I want to be in three years and how do I get there? You know, I just felt like I was so mired in the details that it was just hard to zoom out. You know, A, I'm not naturally like inclined to that. And then at the same time, I just, I didn't have anyone in the store helping me Sometimes I did, but not like consistently and not to the level of which I feel like I could have left them alone all the time. Like I was in the store a lot. And so people started to expect me to be in the store. People expected me to be in the truck. And that's where I think I could have sooner like stepped away and started to hire people to help me do the actual in-store work. And then zoom out and have more strategic planning time. So I would say for you, if you haven't hired help to help you either in the store, in your truck, in your online shop, that's something that I would immediately start doing. So you can start to zoom out and see what that big picture looks like. It's so important for your growth and just your vision work. And honestly, the thing about like why I didn't have the know-how to do that is because I didn't ask for help for myself. So I honestly got got very depressed about three years into my business. I was sitting at the store all the time. It was just not really for me. And I started just like mulling over like really not moving forward. I was doing a lot all by myself. I wasn't thinking about what was next. And I was just Honestly, I just didn't feel good about my business. I felt really, I wasn't even anxious. It was honestly just straight up depressed. Like I would just scroll Facebook all day sometimes. And that's not good, you know? And I really felt like if I had someone like me sooner, someone like my first business coach sooner, like a year sooner, a year and a half sooner, I might be still in that business. I might still have a fire lit up for that business. But what happened was because I felt depressed, because I didn't ask for help or know I could even get help, I just didn't. And so everything sort of had to adjust from there. And again, like I don't regret anything. I think I'm meant to be here and I'm meant to be helping you. I'm meant to be giving you all these like words of wisdom. But honestly, you know, if I had hired a life coach, a business coach, a beauty, like whatever, sooner and gotten the help I needed, whether that was in a group coaching program, which is what I did eventually, um, or one-on-one, like I should have done that. You know, I would be in a totally different spot. I now have coaches. I now like refuse to live without coaches because I know what they do for me in my business. I know that every time I hire a coach, like my business just explodes again. Every time I take a course, my business like adjusts and and makes these amazing changes again. So getting help in terms of help like at the store for the detail work and then help in the big picture way with a coach or coaching programs, that to me is like something that is a huge untapped resource for so many women that own boutiques. They think they can't afford it. They think that it's too much work. They think, oh, well, I'm not going to get a return on it. And like what I will tell you in my own experience and hearing lots of feedback from the women that go through my courses, which now is hundreds of women who've gone through my courses, they always get something out of it. And a lot of them get massive results, massive transformation, whether it's their life or their business or both. And so what I'd say to you, like if you're feeling stuck in your business, you're feeling like you can't move forward, you need someone to help you do that, 
you know, sign up for one of my programs, sign up for someone else's. I don't care. Get help. You know, at the end of the day, I'm here to help you if I'm the right person for you. But if I'm not the right person for you, please find someone who is, you know, and find someone who really has good programs or good one-on-one coaching that you really feel like is going to lift you up and help you get to the next level. Because I, I really think that, you know, I always talk about this 80% of boutiques fail within the first two years. And I think a lot of that can be prevented through coaching and training and having someone to hold you accountable and lift you up when you need it. And I know, I know for a fact that would have changed my life. And frankly, when I finally did sign up for that coaching program in 2015, maybe you've heard the story, my life did completely change. My life has radically changed in the past three years where I'm making more money than ever. I'm so free. I'm so happy. I feel so good. And I continue to get support. I continue to learn more. And so I really encourage you, like, get help soon, whether that's in your store to free up some time or get a coach, get get help. Three big mistakes I made were not opening my store in the right place, not getting my online boutique rocking and rolling sooner, and not getting help sooner. So hopefully some of this has resonated with you and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this is great. Or maybe you're like, I don't know, what is she talking about? But my goal for you is to help you avoid a lot of the pitfalls that I made and still sometimes make. Listen, I'm not perfect. I still make mistakes. And so, you know, for me, I'm always like real and raw and honest with you guys. And I think that, you know, kind of having the hindsight and looking back at what I could have done differently, hopefully it will help some of you steer yourself in the right direction in your boutique business. Thanks so much for joining me. I will see you next week on the Boost Your Boutique podcast. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.